ವಿನಯಸಂಪನ್ನೆ ಬ್ರಾಹ್ಮಣೇ ಗವಿಹಸ್ತಿನಿ ಶುನಿಚೈವಶ್ವಪಾಕೆ ಪಂಡಿತ ಸಮದರ್ಶಿನ ಭಗವಾನ್ ಸೇಜ್ ದಟ್ ಪಂಡಿತ್ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಒನ್ ಹೂ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ರಿಯಲೈಸ್ ದ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ದ ರಿಯಲ್ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಇಸ್ ಓನ್ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಹಿ ಲುಕ್ಸ್ ಎಟ್ ದ ಹೋಲ್ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ವಿತ್ ಈಕ್ವಲ್ ವಿಜನ್ ಫಾರ್ ಹಿಮ್ ಎವ್ರಿಥಿಂಗ್ ಈಸ್ nothing but expression of the self alone apart from his own self he doesn't see anything he sees everywhere the atma or brahma in all in the wise person in elephants in cow in a dog or in a outcast in all sees the brahma alone so such a person is called a realized person and even while living in this world living in this body interacting with the world he is free he is called jeevan muktaha that is the great goal which is shown to us by our scriptures that even while living in this world one can be free of all bondage because that i ahankar itself gets dissolved and one comes to recognize oneself as we are the body itself is not the problem the world itself is not a problem but identification with it creates all problem just as some object is kept or some fruits are kept and i think it is uh, it's a real then i go to eat it but then i come to know it is artificial once i know it is artificial then i don't go towards it to eat it my whole vision about it changes knowledge changes our vision ordinary knowledge of this world also protects us for example if one is walking on the road and, and you come to know that there is a manhole open manhole now it is this quite common open manhole manhole is too small a word for it open truck hole then <laughs> the entire truck goes inside so when we know that it is there immediately we change our direction so knowing it our action change suppose a person knows and still continues walking that means either he doesn't know or he wants to explore the manhole many times we say oh i did not know i fell down i just did not know nobody told me there was no sign there no warning so not knowing can lead to one type of action and knowing leads to other type of action in this world therefore we go to school college get educated so that we respond to the world in a different way but here we are not talking about worldly knowledge we are talking about knowledge of one's own self so realize master is one who has come to know who he or she is in essence that pure consciousness atma sachidananda brahma once that is recognized he looks at the whole world with the same vision it's like a pot empty pot the space inside and the space first thinks that it is the pot so it gets affected by the pot that i am such a small pot that fellow is a big pot 
other one is a correct pot so like that one may have one's own notion but then some wise pot comes and tells him that you are not the pot but you are the space meditate withdraw your attention from this pot and just focus your attention on inside what is that in which this pot exists what is that will remain unchanged even if the pot get destroyed what is that which gives existence to the pot meditate on that so when that space inside the pot meditates then suddenly it realizes it comes to recognize that i am this space i am different from this pot i am this space and when it continues with its sadhana that is not a complete thing when it continues with its sadhana with its practice of knowing and getting established in its own nature it comes to know that does i am there in other pots also i am there in the big pot small pot crack pot also i myself am there and then the space comes to know that all these pots exist in me i exist in all of them and my existence doesn't depend on their existence even when they get destroyed i don't get destroyed so this is a grand vision which that but still the pot exists and the space inside the pot also exists so that space when it looks as though outside it sees that in all of them it sees its own self vidya vinay sampanne in the brahmana in gavi in hastini sees the same brahma so brahma is like space and our body mind is like a pot only so this is the grand knowledge which one can gain through the process of shravan manan niridhyasan and in order to gain this we have to gain sufficient vairagya in order to gain that vairagya we have to follow the path of karma yoga so through karma yoga and through the other sadhanas and then by knowledge we come to recognize ourselves such a person becomes free of all bondage no more rebirth for this person so something more about this realized master is now said in the 20th verse let us chant na prahrishetriyam prapya नो प्राप्य चाप्रियम स्थिर बुद्धिसमूढ़ ब्रह्म विद ब्रह्मणि स्थित न प्रहृष्येत प्रिय प्राप्य नो प्राप्य चाप्रियम स्थिर बुद्धिसमूढ़ ब्रह्म विद ब्रह्मणि स्थित ऑल दिस डिस्क्रिप्शंस ऑफ रियलाइज मास्टर इज गिवन सो दैट वी कम टू नो व्हाट इज द ग्रैंड गोल और द ग्रैंड स्टेट व्हिच वन हैज टू अटेन इट गिव्स अस ग्रेट इंस्पिरेशन एंड आल्सो क्लैरिफाइज सर्टेन डाउट्स व्हिच वी माइट हैव and helps us in our sadhana so it is said 
since he sees his own self as that brahma all pervading pure consciousness and everything all this world is just a happening or just a uh, appearance on this brahma the self see just as i am seeing a let us say a movie that movie is something different from me and i am seeing it outside me similarly the realized master looks at this whole world as existing in him only this is a grand thing actually you want to you want to imagine it's very difficult the whole world is seen as existing in me sustained by me and ultimately dissolves into me as in kaivalya upanishad it says mayeva sakalam jatam mai sarvam pratishtitam mai sarvam layam yati tat brahma advayam asmi aham that everything has come from me me means not ahankar atma everything is sustained by me atma and everything again merges back into me so this grand vision a person when he gains then the happenings of the world doesn't affect the person as it affects an ignorant person all the things which are happening in the world he looks at it as part of nature so anything good or anything bad is a relative concept which is helpful and which we have to follow at a particular level not that we should abandon it but from this higher standpoint the good the bad all merge into one only because the good and bad right and wrong happy and unhappy gain and loss of this world are relative concept when you go beyond this relativity they mean nothing from that standpoint it means a lot for example a dog is barking for other dog it means a lot he suddenly looks here and there who is that dog and he replies also from here sometimes they have strange communication system better than our mobile and all something like that and then that other dog replies and everyone starts it's a conference call like everyone starts then talking to each other but others who are there human beings or other animals they are not interested it doesn't make any difference to them similarly when we are at a particular level then all that is at that level affects us it is natural if i am in the sea then the ups and downs of the sea will affect me if i am in the boat then whenever the boat goes up i also go up when I, the boat comes down i come down but when i am standing on the on the rock then the ups and downs of the sea doesn't affect me so here it is said the realized master is not affected by gain of something good relative gain from his standpoint of his body from the standpoint of his environment if there is a gain of something conditive it doesn't he doesn't get excited about it na prahrashet priyam prapya priyam is that which is dear to us that we always wanted to have 
that which is pleasing to our senses that which is pleasing to our mind and intellect is called priyam so having gained prapya having attained this having means it need not put forth effort just happen to uh, gain some conducive uh, object or environment na prahrshet he doesn't get it doesn't excite a realized master harshet means getting excited prahrshet means very very much excited and that is the sign of a person who is at that level ignorant gets affected by the ups and downs of this world you will find when people watch the match and all cricket match or football match now even sitting in your drawing room when you watch and totally get absorbed in that every goal and everything will excite and just imagine those people who are there in that uh, huge uh, stadium and everyone is forgetting their own these they get excited and then so much of tension on their head and every goal and everything will be ha one side will be ha and other side ho depending on which side you are <laughs> one goal half the population becomes happy and another half becomes sad which country so why and others like you are this you are not interested you want to see the recipe how to make gulab jamun or you want to check the latest movie or you want to see some other and that channel happens to come there and at that particular moment some excited excitement is happening it will not excite you the goal will not you will you don't even know which team is playing so goal will not excite you nor it depress you in the same way a realized master looks at this world from a totally different standpoint which we many times we don't understand and we keep on superimposing our own idea our own uh, prejudices or concept on them they look at the whole thing in a totally as their own self just as one that water in the ocean water is water alone so f- from the standpoint of water the waves rising and falling down doesn't make a difference it's nice it's good but it doesn't make any difference to the water water doesn't become more or less because of the rise and fall of the waves similarly for a realized master the gain and loss of this world is not uh, affecting him but that realized master may guide and may bless and may others who may feel that great excitement or great pain or sorrow and all like here we find bhagwan krishna when he saw arjuna very sad depressed i don't know what to do and all bhagwan is guiding him but it is said in the second chapter we saw prahasanniva bharata as those smiling or as though laughing within he looked at it and he says oh such a foolish thing to do but he did not express it and he started guiding arjuna right from the basics see a person who has done phd and all and that person is told to teach in the elementary school abcd sikhao jack and jill sikhao twinkle twinkle little star 
that fellow will get uh, totally may not be so excited but if he has got great love and affection for the children then he will teach and dance with the children and sing with the children similarly a realized master when he gains something which seems to be very good everyone else is excited he will also smile he will say very nice wonderful na prahrishet priyam prapya having gained something priyam it doesn't excite this person his heart doesn't swell with excitement tulsidas ji says like a small uh, pond which is formed during rainy season when it rains it overflows and when there are no there is no rain for few days it uh, it just uh, dries up but the ocean it rains it doesn't rain is always full similarly the worldly person gets excited by certain gains of this world because that is what we understand that is what is speaking our language we understand it we can measure it get excited but not the wise person na prahrishet priyam prapya nodvijet prapya cha apriyam and having gained something not conducive na udvijet doesn't get agitated agitation is again when we don't uh, when we experience something which we don't want when we get something which we don't like immediately we get the mind becomes agitated it is it is a natural phenomena like it's a it's a immediately the mind gets disturbed and agitated and we identify with this mind and i feel that i am disturbed i am agitated apriyam that which is not good for the senses that which is not conducive to my mind that which is against my likes that which is not acceptable to the intellect such thing when it happens or some object comes or some person comes or situation happens a person gets very agitated udvijet but a realized master doesn't get disturbed by this and there are various examples in our world of these realized masters from every part of the our own country great masters during even moguls time or other time when they were sometimes tortured also but they remained free from all agitation also and if they were given special uh, uh, respect or reverence or worship and all it did not excite them so na prahrishet because their joy is not dependent on the world their joy is independent it doesn't depend little bit also on the world and the condition outside so that is the grand freedom we are talking about just imagine great grand freedom where the joy doesn't depend on the existence or non existence on their body also on the happening of the world doesn't depend at all their peace and their joy so na prahrishet priyam prapya nodvijet prapya cha apriyam why because tera buddhi hi their buddhi has become tera their buddhi means their understanding of their own self has become tera 
they have become sthitaprajna see very interesting our buddhi understands but if the if that understanding is not uh, proper or if we have not gained that establishment in that understanding it goes away for example i had said this yesterday also i think that during pravachan or sometimes we understand certain things but after some time it just disappear that that means asthira buddhi asthir understanding means when we are learning when we are told when we are uh, thinking and all we understand oh i am that brahma but this understanding is retained or is last only for fraction of a second then it goes away then what understanding comes that i am a limited jeeva that i am a miserable person that i have this job that i have this family that i have to go there i have to do shopping i have to do so then again when we study and all satsang and all i am brahma so that is called asthira buddhi means the buddhi is not sthira understanding is not sthira why because that uh, one has not done deep contemplation on what one has understood so it has not become part of our nature our understanding has not gone deep i think it was story of akbar or birbal huh? suddenly i remember those so akbar birbal wanted to akbar or uh, akbar wanted to know that fellow whether his cook or someone what is his language because he just told him that no i speak hindi and all but uh, akbar he had some doubts about it so then he was asleep this cook then akbar went through some water or something and immediately started speaking in his mother tongue then he said ha pakad liya because that mother tongue is deeper and it comes when we are not on guard and all why it has gone deeper because we are in tune with it right from our childhood right from the time we were in our mother's womb mothers we listening to mother then then speaking ourselves so it has gone deeper within myself some people they when they are in pain or sorrow or something their mother tongue comes out ayo hey? yo then you know that mother tongue hmm similarly when we have gained so knowledge it first remains on a surface only on the top surface see our mind is like an ocean and our conscious mind is like the top of the ocean the, the waves when there are where there are waves deeper than that till the space where let us say the sunlight reaches that is like the subconscious mind much much deeper than that is like our unconscious mind where the sun light also doesn't reach there the depth of the ocean which is so dark i think so i have not gone must be so dark that even the sun's rays don't reach but because of the currents of the ocean sometimes that water also rises up and then it gets the 
get the light of the sun and sometimes it reaches the top portion also so when we listen to pravachan when we experience the good and bad of this world it remains on the surface when we uh, contemplate on it it starts sinking down and down and when we meditate and all on it it goes still down it becomes part of our unconscious mind therefore it is very important that whatever we know understand we have to keep contemplating and pushing it deep within our own mind so this um, through shravan huh, when we do the shravan when we do the uh, uh, shravan listening and if our listening is uh, with full attention and our listening is with full our emotion then it goes deeper and if our our self our uh, what you call our ego is also conducive to it it goes still deeper see when somebody says something to you which hurts you or which gives you joy that you will remember for a long time because it touches your ego ego is at a deeper level of our personality still deeper than ego is our self but ego is at a deeper level so whatever we listen and all if it touches the ego then it has gone quite deep huh? but it doesn't make any ha ah, mai brahma ho kya farak padta hai huh? ego doesn't get bothered by it it should touch it in such a way that it should get frightened are papre if i am brahma this i that little ego is just a false concept it's just a mere illusion it's just an appearance it has got no reality as such that when that ego itself come to understand this it just shivers and falls down as bhagwan ramana maharshi says when we inquire who am i that ai patatyaham this aham ahankar falls down and the real i shines forth so stira buddhihi stira buddhi means one whose buddhi about the self that self is sama everywhere sarvabhuteshu ekah samah it is one it is saman in all beings it is free from all dosha from all defects and that is my own self this understanding of the intellect is clear free from doubt free from doubts and it's very firm that is very important children when they have these exams and all that time they study after the after they give their uh, what you call paper and when they come out you ask them some question about it they have forgotten by that time abhi mat pucho after one or two days completely wiped out after a one month they don't even know that such a subject was ever there why because they had just by hearted it it was just in the memory it was not an understanding it was a memory similarly many of the things which we think we know might be just memory not understanding understanding is something much deeper it will just transform us so here the 
भगवान इज सेइंग स्थिर बुद्धि ही हिज बुद्धि हिज अंडरस्टैंडिंग दैट आई एम दैट प्योर सेल्फ इज फर्म इट डजंट गेट शेकन बाय द डिफरेंट सिचुएशंस ऑफ द वर्ल्ड इट डजंट गेट डिस्टर्ब इफ समवन एल्स कम एंड स्टार्ट सेइंग समथिंग टोटली डिफरेंट see when we are reading one particular spiritual book we start agreeing with it then we read some other book which is exactly opposite we start agreeing with it then we read some other philosophy which is totally opposite we said that means our buddhi is not sthir if you have to agree to all things which are totally opposite to each other that means the understanding is not clear the teacher gave the student few numbers 10 numbers and said that you total this uska total bana do total kar lo and 20 students were there they said we have done and when the teacher checked there were 20 different answers teacher will not be happy he will not see such creative people we have such creative students 20 different answer such creativity that person says uh, 120 is the sum and this other fellow says 134 and that fellow says 150 very nice we should accept all these different views because all of them are good and everything is fine that means nobody knows anything reality is one views about reality might be different but the reality is one and the knowledge about that reality is one so that can happen only if we have gained that knowledge properly and have got properly established in it it's like science it's like mathematics if one let us say same thing the 10 numbers are there and i arrive at that total and i give this to some other person and i give to this some other person from other country or some other that person also arrives at the same number it doesn't matter whether the sum is arrived at by a person in india or some other country or this they will arrive at the same total because we are totaling the same number and it is mathematics similarly all the masters who have realized the truth they have realized the same truth therefore we find in our country there are hundreds of scriptures are there from different times some are very ancient 10000 years old some are 5000 7000 8000 uh, recent 2000 1000 if you see them you find that there is a common link everywhere they talk when they are talking about the supreme truth they talk in the same language when a realized master of modern times speaks and the ancient time they talk about the same truth so stira buddhi hi is buddhi is stir his understanding is very clear it doesn't get negated by any other knowledge it doesn't get negated by situations it doesn't get negated by uh, any conditions at all so that is called sthira buddhi hi asammodah why that buddhi has become sthira because all his moha has disappeared moha means delusion 
delusion confusion all confusions and delusions of the mind have gone away and the, it's become very clear who am i is absolutely clear just as you look at the mirror and you see your face very clearly in the same way this in that shining bright pure mind they see their own self clearly like one sees a fruit kept in one's hand very clearly so they are free of all all uh, delusion moha moha means to uh, to not to understand a thing as it is to confuse one thing for something else is called moha a white thing is there and to think that it is black uh, one particular object is there and to confuse it for something else is called moha so this body is confused to be the self or mind is taken as the self is called moha so through this proper studies and inquiry and deep uh, contemplation the master has come to recognize his own self who i am i is very clear so stira buddhi asammodaha such a person is called brahma with is called a knower of brahma very strange he has inquired and come to know his self how can he be knower of brahma because the self and brahma is same therefore the great statements are there aham brahmasmi i am atma brahma this atma is brahma brahma is another name for atma brahma means that which is all big which is all pervading which is big which is the very source of this creation is indicated with the term brahma satyam jnanam anantam brahma so this atma and brahma same so one who has gain the knowledge of this brahma brahma with such a brahma with where is he seated brahmani sthitaha he is established seated in brahma only brahma alone he has become brahma or he is brahma become brahma also is a, not a proper term so he knowing brahma he has become brahma he has got established in that brahma at present when in the state of ignorance one may feel that i am i am i am the body one is convinced that i am a man or a woman one is convinced that i am a hindu or a muslim one is convinced that i am young or old in the same way the brahmavit is convinced that i am brahman i am not this body i am not the mind i am not the intellect but i am brahma this conviction is there in his intellect the same way as one is convinced that i am body he is convinced that i am brahma but he is established in that brahma itself brahmani sthitaha so brahma with brahmani sthitaha this is the grand state of the realized master now one question comes to our mind that this is the goal which is indicated that we have to attain bhagavad gita or upanishad indicate this goal bhagavad gita upanishad wants us to 
gain enlightenment. Upanishad, Bhagavad Gita doesn't want us to go to Swarga, doesn't want to, us to gain some other worldly gains, doesn't want to uh, reach uh, us to reach somewhere in the limited uh, this world and then come back some loka and all, but it wants us to recognize and realize our own self. So this is the grand goal and this is the truth. Ultimately we have, we are approaching this only. So then the question is that what, what does this person gain? See again our, from our limited uh, standpoint we ask this question, what does he gain? Suppose I become realized, what will I gain? Will I get some certificate? What will I gain? Says he will experience supreme happiness. That is now said in the next verse, 21st verse. Bahya Sparsheshva Saktatma Vindatyatmani Yatsukham Sabrahma Yoga Yuktatma Sukhamakshaya Mashnute Bhaiyas Parsheshva Saktatma Vindatyatmani Yatsukham Sabrahma Yoga Yuktatma Sukhamakshaya Mashnute Bahyas Parsheshu Asaktatma. Such a master is Asaktaha. Asakta means totally detached, unattached to what? Bahyas Parsheshu, to the outside contact. Outside contact means to the outside objects. Shabda, Sparsha, Rasa, Rupa, Rasa, Gandha, these are called outside Objects. The world is made up of these five objects. Five stimuli. We experience the world through our senses and the world is experienced only as five. As sound. We experience the world as sound. We have created language. We experience the world as uh, touch. We experience the world as sight, color and form that to only seven colors and all. We experience the world as taste and smell. Apart from this, we don't have experience of the world. This itself is so much of, there are variety actually, variety of taste, variety of sight and also you don't have to worry. But there are five only. If you, if one of the sense organ is uh, is uh, eliminated or if it is stopped or closed, that part of the world is 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 uh, what you call deleted, blanked for us. So here it is said, and generally in the state of ignorance, through these five objects only we derive sensation, we derive stimuli, we derive sensation and those sensation gives us great pleasure. The senses derive pleasure from these five types of sensation. And 
therefore constantly the mind and intellect propels the senses to go and derive this pleasure constant pleasure hunting is the our favorite pastime like but here it is said the realized master is one who has become free from the attachment to this five types of stimuli others are attached to it because we derive happiness and we are seeking happiness and they give instant happiness the senses when they come in contact with the object at that very moment we experience happiness if they are conducive object huh? like if i want to taste something the very moment that object touches my tongue i experience the taste and i get that uh, sensation hmm, of pleasure if it is conducive if it is not conducive then i get instant pain or a negative experience also so the senses they give us pleasure instantly and all of us are seeking pleasure and happiness therefore since they are giving us pleasure instantly we are attached to it because that which gives us joy we depend on it that is the that is the law like whatever gives us joy we start depending on it therefore we fail to shift our attention to our own self because this again and again our attention goes through our senses to the world of objects and the self is the very subject but since again and again we go outside and we, there is a experience of joy we fail to turn our attention within it's very difficult only rare few happen to turn that attention within turning the attention within is the process of meditation going out is the process of gaining pleasure so meditation is directly opposed to pleasure hunting hmm those who seek pleasure outside they cannot meditate those who believe that pleasure is outside they also cannot meditate those who have faith and and conviction that pleasure is outside they cannot meditate because their mind will not agree to this meditation business every opportunity it will go out it's very interesting psychology so many people they try to see it meditate and all this struggle like anything after 5 10 minutes of meditation ha ha chka ho gaya meditation they are very happy after meditation great joy they get ki baba ho gaya meditation roz main meditate karta hu and i get great joy so you should ask whether they get joy after meditation or during meditation <laughs> this question if you ask everything will become clear nahi jata the mind just cannot withdraw but a realized master is one whose mind who is no attachment bias parshesu asaktah he has become totally detached from the outside even when the eyes are open and he is seeing those object his attention is within they the objects don't attract the realized master they don't attract his attention is within 
therefore the great stories and all are there of even lord shiva a great yogi lord shiva and kamadev came in front of him and tried to disturb him and he did not get disturbed but still that kamadev created lot of halla gulla outside so lord shiva opened his eyes and burnt him and again meditated within kamadev is the lord of this desires and all lord of pleasures and everyone is attracted toward this great god but lord shiva he burnt him he said i don't want this kam and all because i have ram so why i should run after kam so bahya sparsheshu asaktatma one who is free from attachment to the bahya sparsha what does he gain why he is free from this attachment he says vindati atmani yat sukham he gains within his own self great happiness person who is free the master who is free from attachment to the world means his attention is not going out in the world he gains supreme the mind becomes why it is not going the mind has become very silent and peaceful intellect has understood that the joy is not out there but within it is the very nature of myself and when the mind intellect becomes absolutely still in that stillness he experiences supreme joy of his own self yat sukham sukham joy this joy is not pleasure it is different from pleasure pleasure is experience when the senses come in contact with the objects that is called pleasure joy is without this contact one experiences by itself it's called it's like a, to give ordinary example like beauty there is some beauty which is from within and something which is acquired from outside makeup because karke you start looking little different hmm 8 o'clock party is there so you go to the parlor and all 5 o'clock and then this is uh, but this is a timing change okay abhi 5:30 baje hai then nobody will recognize you aapke mem sahab ne aayi hai main hu mem sahab anyway so this bahya sparshesh asakta atma vindati ha that beauty to beauty which is from within or from acquired from outside similarly joy from within is the joy of the self joy acquired from outside is pleasure pleasure always depends on outer objects on conditions also sometimes you get object but condition also should be proper garam garam rasgulla mila hai lekin beech mein i have other program these that and or i can't take it out condition also should be there proper proper mental uh, what you call uh, condition also is required to enjoy it in fact animals enjoy pleasure more deeply than human beings because no chinta ki pata nahi games hone wale hai nahi wo kya hoga they don't have any chinta they roam around in the sometimes in the stadium also <laughs> they have more pleasure <laughs> than any other person 
we have great chintas because intellect is constantly functioning analyzing commenting actually the our the sorrow comes from the constant comments and and the judgment passed by the intellect and it you cannot stop it intellect is there is keep on commenting this i don't know this from where this object has come this that some some comment and so we don't get total pleasure also but that pleasure is when we depend on the world outside and the joy or sukha what we are talking about is which is the very nature of our own self it doesn't depend on the world outside the world outside just blocks that as though covers that joy so vindati atmani yat sukham sab brahma yoga yuktatma such a person when he withdraws his attention from the world outside and more and more focuses his attention on the self this is called yoga brahma yoga when one withdraws attention from the world outside and focuses on the self gains that identification with the self which is brahma so gains identification with his own self as brahma brahma yoga yuktatma means abidance in his own self as brahma such a person sukham akshayam ashnute gains sukha which is akshaya akshaya means which is indestructible which doesn't get exhausted inexhaustible joy inexhaustible kshaya means decay akshaya means that which doesn't decay we doesn't get exhausted why because it is this joy of the self and self is inexhaustible it is all pervading it is infinite so even when that person withdraws his attention from the world outside and focuses his attention on the self he gains sukha but when his attention on the self is so focused that he merges he identifies with the self he remains he, as the self he gains infinite indestructible happiness sukham akshayam ashnute it is said that this happiness is so vast and so this that only a little bit of the happiness of this self is gained by all the beings of this world right from beginning till for and all beings right from brahma ji to a tiny little ant all of their happiness if they, it is put together it will be like a drop of the vast ocean like happiness of this self so we don't know the concept of infinity infinity is quite in big anything which is which is uh, we experience as object and all is finite compared to that which is finite infinite you cannot even compare suppose you want to compare your this space with the infinite space cannot compare so all the joy which one gains through the objects of this world is very limited but this joy is sukham akshayam ashnute infinite joy is attained so that is what is gain so for a seeker also 
the more and more we become free of our attachment to the outer pleasures and the more and more we withdraw our attention from the world and focus our attention on the self the more happy and more peaceful we will become so this is like bhagwan is now preparing our mind for meditation so after gaining proper knowledge and all one should gain that vairagya and then meditate on that self so this vairagya is very important before we step on the seat of meditation so what is this vairagya and how we can gain it that is briefly mentioned in the next verse ye hi sansparsha jab hoga ha दुखयोनय एवते अद्यंतवंत कौंतेय न तेषु रमते बुध ये संस्पर्श Bhagwan says he is telling now this to the seeker to all of us after indicating the great and grand state of a realized master now bhagwan is giving some advice to all of us he says that even the sukha which we think we are getting from this world outside what we call pleasure is really not pleasure is not sukha he says yehi sansparsh jab hoga ha the bhog the pleasure which one derives through sansparsh through sparsh sparsh means when the senses come in contact with the world of objects and that pleasure which we gain bhagwan says is really the very source of unhappiness only dukha yonaya evate Hmm. one may gain this pleasure but it is the very source of sorrow why because the when we gain this pleasure we want to repeat it and the more and more we repeat the more and more attached we become and the more we become attached we fail to turn our attention within and we get we get uh, what you call uh, bound by this world addicted to the world actually addiction to the world we talk about all this addictions and all but an ignorant person is addicted to the pleasures of the world so strongly that the attention just doesn't shift from there it's like some dogs and all they are very much interested in certain type of food in this and that their attention goes there only sometimes they are very very attentive like unke bartan ka jab aawaz aate then they're alert like otherwise they're just lying down in the sofa or somewhere and all you are watching television but they is not interested you are all excited and all but the dog is not interested when the goal is scored you jump like anything dog gets frightened then again he sits quietly 
so he is not interested in the television he is not interested in all the noise which is coming from the box and from anywhere else but then suddenly he hears some special sound and suddenly becomes alert because he hears the sound of his bartan in the kitchen he knows yes time to feed the dog and he gets attracted towards it and suppose that time you tell the dog to come here go there do this there to catch the ball and all is not interested he just that attention is there only however much you try to withdraw the attention of the dog he is not interested similarly the senses are like the like the dog which gets attracted powerfully to the sense uh, objects that uh, person says okay now i have studied vedanta and all now withdraw your attention what withdraw attention even when we sit for meditation with eyes closed intense desire to open the eyes and see what is happening comes i tell you if you practice meditation you must have experienced this beech mein aankh khol ke hum dekhte kaun kya kar raha hai and at the same time other fellow also gets the similar desire and he looks at you both of you smile at each other smile of understanding yeah maybe aap bhi ha main bhi again the close eyes because it's, it's not possible closing eyes is possible but who will stop the mind from going out it wants to go out through the senses so it actually eyes are closed so sometimes the mind manages with the remaining senses ears are open so wahan se chale jata hai nose is open wahan se dikhta hai sugandh wagere or very interesting the mind says forget about present i will go in the past so it goes into the past sense uh, pleasures which it had gained so it goes action replay le it doesn't matter suddenly it starts smiling and all why because kal ke pakode jo khaye the uska smaran karke that fellow is very happy so whether mind goes through the senses in the present moment or whether the mind goes through the senses remembering the past same thing it's very difficult for the mind to withdraw but when we study the scriptures when we contemplate when we investigate exactly where the sukha lies when we do some atmanatma vivek the difference between the self and that which is not the self through satsang various means slowly and steadily we will gain this vairagya so bhagwan here is pointing out the defects in this pleasure so that is one way to gain vairagya vairagya we attain when we come to know the defect in that which we are attached to that is one way it is temporary but it is a powerful like suppose you are sitting to eat something and suddenly you find it something some cockroach is there or something is fallen down immediately you gain vairagya are cockroach nikal ke kha lo hmm cockroach nikal ke kheer kha lo achhi hai that is called vairagya why vairagya you don't like kheer no i like it then the cockroach hai andar so that is called dosha drishti usme jab defect dikhai deta hai mai 
but that doesn't mean you have become free of your attachment to kheer you will try to eat the other kheer which is free from cockroach so that is a temporary way of gaining vairagya permanent way is to know that the sukha lies within the very nature of ourselves is happiness and also the we can experience this happiness when the mind start becoming more and more calm and peaceful it is directly proportional the experience of the happiness of the self in the initial stages directly proportional to the quietude of our mind so as the mind becomes more and more peaceful you feel very happy from within no need for any sense objects so this understanding will help so bhagwan says you first understand that all this sense pleasures bhogaha dukha yonaya evate they are the very source yoni means source of dukha of sorrow because they create attachment they create addiction and they are not lasting adyantavantah the pleasure is experienced when we are directly in contact with it that is the time we are experiencing the pleasure later on we remember and try to derive the we try to extend the pleasure little bit more suppose i gain pleasure of eating so only when the i am eating i get that pleasure later on i remember it and i try to get some pleasure out of it remembrance and this causes when the pleasure goes away it causes it uh, creates vacuum immediately a vacuum is created in the life then again we seek another pleasure to fill that vacuum then as soon as it is over again a vacuum is created one who depends on his or her joy or this pleasure on the world outside constantly experiences this vacuum and that is what we mean by boredom or monotonous life or acha nahi lagta hai i want some change i want to go here there that vacuum is created and the another thing about this pleasure is that once we gain a particular unit of pleasure through an object next time we that same pleasure is gained by having more of that object more and more the the intensity of that pleasure keep on reducing sometimes the uh, that object also if we take more and more the intensity keep on ek laddu se acha lagta hai do laddu se we feel the pleasure will become double sometimes it become double but after four five laddus it start reducing and the tenth laddu suddenly pleasure disappears kya ho gaya pain shuru ho gaya and you go to the doctor doctor says ye dawai kha lo are dawai khane ke liye jagah hoti to aur ek laddu kha leta hu so the pain starts so bhagwan says dukha yonayah they are the very source of dukha sorrow because sarvam atmavasam sukham sarvam paravasham dukham because it makes me dependent on something whenever there is dependency there is sorrow whether you are depending on object or person or place sorrow is guaranteed because people are not there to all the time give pleasure or give happiness to us they have their own own pleasure seeking program 
So our conditions don't get fulfilled and we feel miserable. If we derive a pleasure, it is gained because of so many factors involved. Sometimes we go try to repeat the same pleasure, but we say, Kal ki nahi. I don't get the same, what happened? Because things have changed. Your mind has changed, the person has changed. So the fellow goes to the hotels, he says, Uzdin, this what type of thing you brought, this food is not good. Hmm? Last week I had to get my chata. He says, Wap itna complaint ki, last week ka hai to main diya hu. Why you are complaining unnecessarily? So it is not the same. So dukkha yonaya evate. They are the very source of dukkha. Adhyanta, another problem with this, adhyantavanta, adi and antavanta. The pleasure has a beginning when we come in contact with the object, it begins, the pleasure begins. And when the contact is lost, the pleasure comes to an end. We remember, the remembering the pleasure is not the same. The pleasure comes to an end. And that which was experienced in between also is not really pleasure, it's just an illusion. Because that which is not there in the beginning and which is not there at the end, in between, it is just an appearance. That is the law. That which was not there in the beginning and which will not remain in the end, if it appears only for a short time in between, it is just an appearance. And appearance cannot give us lasting joy. All of us are seeking lasting joy in the field, in the world of appearance. All of us are seeking lasting joy in temporary objects, in temporary situations, in temporary relationship, in temporary body. What are we seeking? Lasting joy, which is not possible. So, Adyantavanta Kaunteya, He Kaunteya, these are all Adi and Antavanta. Therefore, Nateshu Ramate Buddha, a wise seeker who has followed the path of Karma Yoga, who has gained the knowledge of the self intellectually, who is now preparing to meditate and realize the truth, such a wise seeker doesn't get uh, doesn't revel in the pleasures of this world. Doesn't revel in the pleasures of this world. See, unless we give up one, we cannot attain the other. Unless we abandon the lower, we cannot reach the higher. Like the ladder, unless we give up the lower rung, we cannot climb the higher one. So unless we drop this pleasure, the mind cannot withdraw and the attention cannot get shifted to the self. So a wise person has understood this and he gives up his pleasure. See, one person came to a master, a vairagi, and he says, Oh, you are such a great person. You have renounced the world. You are such a great renouncer. You have renounced. He says, no, I am. I have renounced, but you are greater than me. He said, I have renounced the worldly pleasure to seek the eternal, eternal joy of my own self. But you have given up this eternal joy and seeking this little, little pleasure. So who is a greater Vairagi? 
who is a greater person who has renounced, you have renounced the great to get the small thing. I have only renounced the small to get the great, to get the infinite. So, Adyantavanta Kaunteya Nateshu Ramate Buddha. So, the wise person doesn't revel in this, in this pleasures. And one more advice Bhagwan gives in the next verse, he says, Shaknoti Hevaya Sodhum. Prakshari Ravi Mokshanat. Kamakrodhodbhavam Vegam. Sayuktasa Sukhinaraha. Shaknoti Hevaya Sodhum. Prakshari Ravi Mokshanat. Kamakrodhodbhavam Vegam. Sayuktasa Sukhinaraha. Ah, Bhagavan says, such a person is really happy. Who? Who has learned to bear with the disturbance which might come because of calm and krodh. Shaknoti iha eva, here itself, in this world itself, one who has developed this great enthusiasm to to bear or to to not to come under the sway not to come under the sway of calm and krodha praksharira vimokshanat before the body is dropped means till the till the end means till the death one who is alert and doesn't come under the sway of this calm and krodha, Bhagavan says such a person is, is sukhi. See, kama, kama, Bhagavan Shankaracharya ji also has defined, ki kama is that when we have, when, when we, whatever we have experienced, that which has given us pleasure in the past, when we see that same object or when we hear about it or when we remember it, when we, then we develop that uh, desire to again attain it, again experience it, that is called karma. Hmm. It's a desire, it's a craving, trishna, it's a craving which comes when we remember the past pleasure. When we hear about it or when we see that place or situation or object and all, that suddenly the thirst come to experience it is called calm. See, when we are sitting quietly, that everything seems to be fine. But then suddenly from our past, some memory comes. Hot cup of coffee if I have, is such a nice weather and all. So it has come from my past. Memory of some experience, pleasurable, it comes and then I develop that thirst, I develop that intense desire. That's called calm. Sometimes I, it doesn't come from past, but somebody walks in front of me with a hot cup of coffee. That also can trigger this thirst. 
or someone tells about it describes it in detail that also triggers this thirst so kama is a is a desire to experience the pleasures which i have experienced before repeated when i come to hear about it or see it you know and krodha is when i remember something which was unpleasurable of the past hmm and i develop dislike towards it suppose i had a unpleasurable experience with some person and i see that person a dwesha the dislike comes or when i remember that situation dislike comes or somebody talks about it i get little displeasure that's called krodha so this kama and krodha it creates agitation in the mind so bhagwan here is saying that those who are capable of bearing this agitation or withstanding this agitation or not coming under the sway of this agitation is a wise and is a happy person he is not saying that you will get rid of kama and krodha kama and krodha will totally disappear only with the knowledge of the self we have seen in the third chapter also bhagwan says one can overcome this kama only by realizing the self he is he is talking about the level i mean stage before that when we have this kama and krodha we get overpowered by it and when we get overpowered by it we lose sight of our goal so bhagwan says you try to develop control over your reaction that try to even when the kamna comes don't respond to it even when krodh comes don't respond to it that's called to bear with it ha so sodhum is to bear with it don't get carried away by it so that is that is also a practice for a seeker that anger is there in the heart it comes but don't get overpowered by that anger don't let it come on your tongue don't let it disturb your your mind don't let it disturb your attention from your goal it's a practice because that kama and krodha will always come till we reach the state of enlightenment we cannot say oh, i am free of kama and krodha when it will come when it will attack nobody can tell therefore prak sharira vimokshanat as long as this body is there and one is attached to this body one is identified with this body kama and krodha will be there one should not come under their sway like in third chapter also bhagwan has talked about ragadvesha इंद्रियस्य इंद्रियस्यार्थे इंद्रियस्यावस्थितौ तयोर्न वशमागछेत ही सेज डोंट कम अंडर द स्वे ऑफ लाइक्स एंड डिसलाइक्स हियर ही इज सेइंग अबाउट द लाइक्स एंड डिसलाइक इटसेल्फ फर्दर बिकम्स काम एंड क्रोध इंटेंस लाइक बिकम्स काम इंटेंस डिसलाइक बिकम्स क्रोध भगवान सेज डोंट कम अंडर द स्वे don't let them disturb your balance don't let them disturb your attention from your goal you might be angry but pay attention to the goal suppose i am doing some let us say sadhana and japa i am angry still you do japa 
with anger you do what is there no i didn't desire is there i am getting disturbed i want this and all you sit and do with that desire agitation you do japa don't let this anger and jealousies and greed and desires and all disturb you and shake you from your path and from your goal so such a person who is able to withstand this intense vega vega means that force of kama and krodha bhagwan says he is a balanced person sa yukta ha well balanced person and sa sukhi naraha and such a person is really happy others are only imitating happiness but such a person is really happy so vairagya and overcoming kama and krodha and now in the following verses bhagwan will slowly take us on the path of meditation so here in the uh, last some two verses and all bhagwan briefly mentions what is meditation and which will be elaborately discussed in the sixth chapter so as i said every chapter gives a connection to the next chapter it's like a train and all these bogies they are connected so this chapter leads us to on the path of meditation so very interesting verses are there we will see them tomorrow we'll conclude now with a prayer Ooh.